You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Cecilia Holland here at SF and SF. Thank you for joining me, Cecilia. Thank you very much. Cecilia, your works are generally uh, historical fiction, but with elements of science fiction shot through some of them. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they're any, actually in any one class. I like history a lot, but I, I love fiction more than anything. And good fiction is science fiction or historical fiction or whatever. It's just fiction. Now, tell me about some of the similarities, though, between the historical world-building that you do and how that kind of uh, feeds into the worlds of science fiction. Well, it's the same thing. It's a, In order to make the uh, historical fiction work, you have to recreate a world that most people have no access to. That means you have to figure out what it is that's important, and then you have to fit it into a pattern so that people can follow it. And it's the same thing with science fiction. With science fiction, you create a viable world in which people can move around and can see the correspondences and can see the meanings and things without having to be told them. Could you talk to me about developing characters for historical fiction and developing characters for science fiction? Are there any differences for the way you do that? No, I don't think so. You'd, I, I develop characters by <laughs> having people that I know and working, on, working from people that I know, especially if uh, people that I, uh, have done me some wrong, I put them in a book and kill them off. <laughs> uh, but mostly a character just grows on me, and uh, I use start, as I say, with people that I know, but they quickly become people on their own right and uh, a lot of it is the demands of the plot but also it's uh, my my feelings of uh, uh, of life and and what's important and uh, my general feeling that that uh, I don't really I'm a square peg in a, in a round hole and so are most of my characters well tell us a, a little bit about when when you create these characters do they sometimes get out of your control totally absolutely I want them to and when they start running faster than I can keep up with them, I'm, I'm so happy. I love, one of the reasons I love to write is I love to go into one of these worlds and live there. And these people become so real for me that the rest, of the, that the real world fades away. This is really hard on my kids, but it, uh, not really. My kids are all grown up now. But uh, it, it's the greatest fun is to live in this world and to have all these people around me that are uh, detached from me and that are mysteries to me and to discover them. And uh, the more mysterious, the better. Now, these worlds you create, pr particularly the historical ones, they're not friendly, fun places to be, and yet you live there, or choose to live there. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, the world isn't a friendly place to be, but it's, it's real, and it's gritty, and it's true. And uh, more than anything, um, what I want to do is, is find out what, what's consistently true from from era to era, from time to time, even into the future. But uh, truth isn't f friendly and fun. Truth is just very hard, very hard to swallow and very hard to see. Now, when you're creating a historical world, do you do a lot of research, and, and how do you incorporate that research into your work? Well, I do. I do a lot of research. I love reading primary sources. For the Viking books, I've read a lot of sagas, of all the Eddas, and uh, the Viking romances. And I like to go to the places where I'm, I'm writing about and see them. But I don't try to fit it in. I just try to see, soak 
soak myself in it and then write from that kind of uh, ambiance, not because I want have some piece of research that I want to use, but because I feel that the research gives us kind of uh, flavor and a kind of force to what I'm doing, and that it must be uh, true because it answers so many of the questions, because most of history, of course, is all huge questions. Nobody really knows anything about anything, and if you can take several pieces of research and make them make sense, maybe you're onto something. So, uh, but I don't like to have it stand out. I don't like to have people notice that I've done it. Um, I like the research to be just sort of insinuated in there, and I like the, the focus to be on the characters. I've been speaking with Cecilia Holland here at SFNSF. Thank you for joining me, Cecilia. Thank you very much. You're great. <laughs> You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.